Okay. All right. To scale a business, how do we do it? It's not easy. It's quite hard. How easy it is for you to scale a business will depend on how much business experience you have. But to achieve true, exponential, repetitive, predictable, and consistent growth in an organization requires work, talent, consistency, and discipline. The irony is, is that your business will grow in accordance with you. And if you want to scale your business, you kind of have to scale yourself. Now, that might sound a bit cryptic and a bit strange, but in today's video, I'm going to explain that first part of like scaling yourself. I'm also then going to give you an idea, right? And it's amazing. It's to do with nature. And when I figured this one out with some critical thinking, I was like, okay, now I know how to scale. And I hope that by giving you today's video, then you'll find it a lot easier. Um, my name is Charlie Morgan, and I've built and scaled a couple of companies. Um, not to huge heights. I've scaled the coaching business to multi-seven figures and a marketing agency to seven figures. Um, and now I like making videos to help other people do the same thing. I like sharing some wisdom. Now, I by no means know everything. In fact, God, I know nothing, right, in the scheme of things. Um, my knowledge is limited, and you should always seek to find more information beyond these YouTube videos. But if you want to get to multi-seven figures or eight figures, I'm pretty sure this advice will help you. Now, I'm not at eight figures yet, but I should be uh, in the years to come quite soon. And I'm going to use this framework to do it. So let's first of all start by um, talking about the second point. So we talked about like why you need to scale yourself, and we'll discuss that shortly. Um, but what I'm going to do here is actually write down on this piece of paper um, these two points. Okay, and so what I've sort of written on this paper is you want to scale your business and treat it as if you are a geneticist. If that's a word, I'm not sure. But you want to teach, you want to sort of run your business as if you are a scientist. And what I mean by that is like in terms of a, a, a gene scientist, right, where you can basically splice genes. That might sound really weird and out there, but hear me out. Your business is at its core, a collection of variables. And your business operates in a market. Okay, it operates in a market, which is your niche and all the competitors combined and all the bullshit that goes on in the market. How well your business performs and how easily it scales and grows is dependent entirely upon whether or not the variables of your business are conducive to the market's growth when it, in terms of like in conducive to what the market would require for it to grow. The easiest metaphor for me to use this is natural selection. The market is like nature and your business is like a species, right? So it could be like, I don't know, let's just say it's a species of dog, right? In On some Amazon plane, right? You know, you're an African plane. Don't think you get Amazon planes, but you're, on, you're, you're a dog on an African plane, right? Like a hyena or something. Like how well you do and how well your, your species is able to grow and propagate and reproduce depends on your variables and your genetic code. Right. What I'm, what, what, how this feeds back into business, you've really got three sort of codes, right? You've got three variables. Now, obviously, Heiner has all sorts of different codes and DNA, but we don't need to understand Heiner DNA to understand how to scale a business. It's just a good metaphor to pin it against. You have your niche, 
you have your offer and you have your service and your results. So these are the three variables and the these are kind of like the first principles of your agency because your niche is who you work with, your offer is exactly what you do for them and your service is whether or not you actually can right, perform on the second. Businesses in the online marketing space specific to agency and coaching, businesses that scale and grow quickly are businesses that have these three variables on lock. And what I mean by on lock is it's when they combine and they produce an outcome and a result through their combination that the market would require for growth. This is a really important lesson in business because everyone's always spending all of their time on trying to find the best email copy or trying to find the latest rebuttal for I want to think about it objections. But nobody's focused on the three fundamentals and the three most core things that contribute to the growth of their business. It's kind of like if you're a hyena and you had the ability to actually like change your DNA and let's say that like one day the African plane shifted so that like the, the environment shifted so that hyenas that were able to run for like an extra 20 miles a day were more likely to reproduce. If you could just, as your hyena, you like click your paws like that, they have paws, just click your paws like that and suddenly introduce a new gene into your code that allows you to run for an extra 20, if not 30 miles, then you'd survive. But most people, like they don't see it like this. Most people don't see their business as a collection of genetic variables that have composed together to produce a result. So if your day is comprised of you looking for shiny objects, like, well, I want to start doing, I'm going to start doing this creative on my ad instead, or I'm going to look for this subject line, or it's this, it's all about this little um, rebuttal here, or I need to, I just need the right email copy. Dude, like if you've got like the right combination of niche offer and service and result, then like it won't really, you won't need to worry about email copy ever again because your your entire email copy would just be your offer and your results, right? Um, so all of your attention and effort, as a business owner in the coaching and agency space, pretty much all of my attention and effort is on these three things. And what, how do you have your attention on these three things? Because technically they're intangible variables. Um, well, your niche is obviously who you work with and it's not deciding, right? You're, you like, you don't just work on your niche by just deciding like who you want to work with and that's it. You work on your niche by understanding them and researching them every day and becoming insane, like basically developing an insatiable curiosity to further understand, empathize with and know your niche. The, more, the better you know your niche, the easier business becomes. Because the second variable, which is the offer, is born out of the niche's needs and desires. Your offer should be so good that it, it resonates with the niche on a level that they didn't even know they needed. The best offers are like oil wells, right? What do I mean by this? When you put like put it into perspective, imagine you're drilling an oil field, right? Now you don't know where the oil is, but this is how oil companies make money is they they'll suddenly they'll get geologists and be like, I think oil might be here. And they drill down and then like they might strike oil, they might not. Good offers strike oil. Because oil, like how you strike oil is there's pressure in the ground. And then if you strike through the pressure, the oil comes up, right? The point there is like your prospects in your niche, they have pressures and they have like pressure points in their mind that they don't even know exist. But when, when they're exposed to your offer, which is the stimulus, and when they're exposed to that antithesis, um, then what happens is like, it's almost like someone's drilled down into their mind and released a load of pressure that they didn't even know they had. And that's how political movements start, but it's also how you can book lots of appointments. 
is when your offer appeals to a part of your prospect that they didn't even know existed. Now you can appeal to the part that they know exists, but like when you can drill down into someone's mind with a strong offer and a strong message and make them feel emotions that they haven't felt before about that specific thing, then you're onto a winner. And that's what most of my time is focused on. The third thing is actually doing what you say you can do. So anyone, well, no, everyone can come up with a niche. Not everyone can understand the niche. Some people can come up with good offers that resonate with the niche and get calls to book. Nobody can actually get people results. This is the most important variable because niche and offer, these are kind of like painless things to think through. Like, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. And you can come up with like the most insane offer, but if you can't deliver on it, then it doesn't matter. And so the third variable is actually being able to do what you say you can do. So with Imperium Agency, our niche is agency owners, coaches and consultants. And I know that niche incredibly, like incredibly well. There's more to know. There's always more to know because people are complicated and their needs change. But I know that niche like the fucking back of my hand because I am the niche. That's my advantage. The second thing is the offer. We basically provide people and we, we say to people, hey, I can help you build automated systems for client acquisition on a pair of results basis. And this kind of strikes a chord. And the third thing, the third reason that my business Imperium Agency has actually been successful is because we can actually do what we promise in number two. So when people hop into our, this is not a pitch by the way, but when people hop into our program and they start doing the thing, they're like, oh, it actually works. And this is why our refund request rate is 0.2%. And it's why we've been able to amass like 60 to 75 star reviews, dozens of client testimonials, dozens of client interviews. Like when you can actually do what you say you can do, you can, you can get good results. And so the, the whole scaling thing comes back to this. And I'm going to talk about the psychology side of it in a second. Because like these three variables, once you have your niche and your offer and the ability to produce that offer, then your business can scale, right? It's kind of like, um, it's literally like the DNA. If you observe, like nature will tell you how to scale a business because nature is great at scaling things. So nature can scale species. It can scale like weather. It can scale all sorts of things. But the way it scales a species is it will give that species a set of genetic variables. And if that set of genetic variables are really well adapted to the conditions of the environment that the species is in, then the species will survive and it will go on to reproduce and then it will produce and produce again. So if you observe like when things get, so like COVID-19, for example, nature produced COVID-19 and COVID-19 scaled. Right, anything that has an exponential sort of impact, right, or exponential output is has scaled, right? And that's what COVID-19 did. It started off slow and then it just went straight up like a hockey stick. And COVID-19, its genetic DNA and variables were conducive to scale. So if you take a swine flu, for example, which was a um, I believe viral disease that happened a few years ago in Africa, swine di- swine disease, um, is it swine disease? I think it was that one. No, no, it wasn't swine disease, sorry, Ebola. Don't know the viruses. Ebola is another example of this, but it didn't scale. Ebola didn't scale because it killed its hosts too soon. And COVID scaled because it didn't kill its hosts. So Ebola, what happened is like Ebola kind of didn't have that exponential hockey stick. A, because like it was too deadly. And so when something's too deadly, humans pay more attention. But B, because it was so deadly that it killed people before it could pass itself on. And so... My point here is that Ebola was not adapted to the large environment for human life. 
but COVID-19 was because COVID-19 could survive anywhere and it could pass from person to person easily. It didn't kill people, at least not frequently. And so it had the conditions for scale and survival. And if you want your business to scale and survive, then you need to see it as a species with a set of variables and a set of conditions, um, a set of variables or genetic like components that need to meet the var- the actual like needs of the market, if that makes sense. And so this is how I see business and this is how I scale businesses and this is how I'm going to scale my next business and this is how I'm scaling everything. Is It's all about those three variables. And if you get those right and they lock in together and like it's kind of like you go into the market and you turn the key with these three variables and the market will give you everything you want. Um, and when I look back at it, any success I've had in business is just because these three things have lined up. And once you have these three things, like all of my attention is on these three. I'm not, I'm not looking at like email copy and shit. Well, I am because my clients need that. But for the most part, like all my work is just spent on understanding my niche in more detail, figuring out what they want because the offer's born out the niche, but figuring out like how I can improve my offer. And then the main thing is just the product, relentless improvement of product. And this YouTube channel is an example of how to understand my niche. And I'm also improving my product through this because like I'm acquiring more clients for the product. Um, so those are the three things. Now, now that we've talked about scaling and nature and all that stuff, let's talk about yourself. Because if you want to, like your business is kind of like a reflection of you. Your business is born out of you. You want to see like, you know how like human beings, right? What happens is when like a mother gives birth to a child, the child will have, like the child is an extension of the mother, especially in the womb, right? There's an umbilical cord and everything the mother consumes and eats is fed into the child. And the child is kind of like the mother in those early stages. That's how you want to see your business in its early stages. It's basically you. And there's stories of like, if a pregnant woman is a drug addict and takes drugs whilst the baby is in the womb, then the child will be born as a drug addict, right? Why am I explaining this? Well, if your business is in your womb, if it's new, if it hasn't started making serious money yet, and even when it has started making serious money, it's still kind of in your womb. It's kind of weird to think you've got a womb if you're a man as well, but bear with me. You'll get I like metaphors. When your business is in its in your womb, right, or your, your business womb, so to speak, everything that you do will feed into the business. So you want to imagine that all of your actions and behaviors are like, there's like an umbilical cord or umbilical cord that attaches to your company. And so if you're behaving like an idiot in your personal life and going out and getting drunk and binge watching YouTube and doing all sorts of shit that you know you shouldn't do, then all of that energy and all of that, like, um, what would you even call it? The, the, the manifest of that action, right, is going to, like, attach and go through this umbilical cord into your business and it will reflect itself in your business. And so, like, what do I mean by scaling yourself? Because we're humans, we can't really grow any taller or scale ourselves, right? Um, what I mean is you want to see your business as your baby and you want to treat your business kind of like a pregnant woman treats her baby in the womb. She will stop drinking. She will stop smoking. She will stop taking drugs. Now, those are obviously um, physical behaviors that manifest as a result of ingestion. But I don't mean like, I mean, obviously, if you're running your business and you stop taking drugs, it's going to be a lot easier to grow because those drugs, like that, that behavior and that pattern will show up in your business because it's the business is basically you. My point here is your business is you to a degree. There comes a point where eventually, like when you start hiring team members and stuff, your business becomes more than you, but it's always, almost always going to be you. Um, 
because it like how could it be anything else if you think critically about what a business is businesses kind of don't even really exist <laughs> it's kind of like a weird thing because you might think like yeah i've got a company but like what's a company well like you've got a certificate to say that you registered for it but it's not like a real thing that you can actually see and it's not like a tangible thing you can point at like sure you might have an office but the office isn't the company you might have a desk but the desk isn't the company the company is a is an idea and it's an intangible representation of you and if you are being an idiot then the company will in turn also be idiotic so you want to look at your life and you want to recognize that everything you do that is bad will have an impact on your company and you know what you do you know what's bad you know what you shouldn't do stop doing it if you want to scale your business you can have those three variables on lock but if you're constantly drinking and being an idiot and like not having discipline and sleeping really late and eating crap food it's kind of like an input output thing like they say you are what you eat but it's like you are kind of what you do and your business is who you so what you do is your business and that's how it impacts and the other thing is like your skills so once you eliminate your bad behaviors that's the main place to start um it's not usually about like what you know and what you do it's about what you don't know and what you don't do if that makes sense but your skills are important so like if you want your if your business has a sales problem it's because you don't have sales skills or like a business problem is not really a business problem a business problem is a personal problem reflected in the business through a mirror so like let's say for example that you are really struggling to hire people and you might see this as a business problem and you might treat it as a business problem but really it's kind of you you're the owner of the business you're trying to solve the problem and the problem sits with you um if you are struggling with objection handling you might think yeah this is a business problem but it's not a business problem it's a you problem and it's your doing so scale yourself you start by you can't like grow like you want to see yourself as like a plant right you kind of have to cut off all the bad leaves and get rid of the bad shit before the plant can really flourish and grow um and then once once you are once you have got rid of all of your crap that you know is bad for you then you the plant has way more room to grow and then you just have to start watering it and feeding it with all these skills and all this knowledge so like people that don't read are just stupid and that's kind of just the, the truth like and i don't mean stupid in like an insulting sense but i mean stupid in the sense that below average intelligence required like if you want to really scale and grow your business and you're not there yet you're all you're lacking is information and applied information and this youtube channel is designed to give you that for example um but you're kind of sometimes you're just like 10 books away from six figures which is ironic but it's kind of true so scale your knowledge scale yourself get rid of the bad stuff so that's everything for this video um it's just obviously kind of a bit of a weird one because i'm not telling you to like do a certain cold email strategy i can tell you now that like 80% of business success if not 90% just comes down to the foundations of the company and also your mindset it's really just about like what you built as like a foundation for the business because people don't really focus on this stuff man like business is like 90% foundations 10% strategies but people spend 90% of their time on strategies and 10% of the time on the foundations so it's kind of backwards um but i hope this video finds you well i hope you are well i hope you're happy i hope you're doing good and um yeah that's everything for me if you enjoyed the video please do consider subscribing you can comment if you have anything to add and do like the video as well when you like a youtube video youtube's algorithm will show you more videos like this so it might be valuable if you are a agency owner 
coach or consultant and you are struggling with mindset or client acquisition and you can't acquire clients for the life of you, click the first link in the description. It's a funnel designed to sell you something. You're a marketer. I'm a marketer. There's no bullshit. There's no 997 course. There's no free training. There's no bullshit. It's just a video of me explaining how we can help you beyond these videos. Check it out if you want. Um, if you don't want to, that's fine as well. But yeah, that's everything from me. I hope you enjoyed today's video and I will see you in the next one. Have a good day. Thanks.